your go-to place for all the latest news from the Carolina Clash, Ultimate Late Models, SCDRA, and the Carolina Sprint Tour. This is Doing What on Dirt. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Doing What on Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory, and today I'm going to be talking with the man who is second in the SCDRA points going into the Rebel Yell. He's had a great, strong season so far. It is Reed Christensen. He's originally Florida, from Florida, currently living near Screven, Georgia, and we're going to talk to him about his season so far. A uh, little bit of a new car he's got going on, purchased from somebody up high also in the SEDRA rankings, and just everything he's thought about the year so far, rest of the year, new rules, uh, life as a new dad, just a bunch of awesome things in this episode. I hope you guys really enjoy it, uh, and yeah, let's get into the episode. Today, joining me on the Front Wheel Drive Friday Hotline, he is currently Second in points with the SEDRA, heading down to the Rebel Yell at Screven. Reed Christensen, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, so we were just talking here a second before we uh, started recording that you're uh, working on the new car, taking down to Screven this weekend. How's that going, and uh, what type of car is it? Is it the same Honda like usual? Um, no, it is going to be a Honda, you know. Um, I think I'll be sticking with Honda until uh, till we don't run them anymore, you know. Pretty much. But, um, it's a car that people have seen before, uh, just haven't seen it in my possession, but, um, yeah, it might be a surprise to a couple people, but it is an Integra. Um, okay. we, uh, we're trying a, a totally new setup, um, trying to update to a better engine package and see what, uh, see what that'll do for us. You trying to keep that under wraps until you pull it out of the box at the track or? <laughs> yeah, keeping it a little bit of a secret, but uh, we're just gonna test it this weekend. I don't, I don't think I'll end up, you know, running it, but okay. um, I plan on running the eighteen unless you know that thing surprises us. Okay, so I'm pr- probably just planning to run it during the open practice after everything Friday. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe take it out for a round or two, and then um, see how I like it. Any any hints of whose car it was before? Uh, it might be someone in the top five of uh, the SDRA points, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> okay, so it is <laughs> simple enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's no huge secret, you know. It's, I'm not gonna. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not gonna ask. Origin. I'm not gonna name all five names. I'm just gonna kind of look at this for myself. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I'll let it. I'll let the cat out of the bag. It's just, uh, it's Walker's Orange Integra that they had ah. uh, raffled off a while ago. Um, you know, Brian Balcom was the one who won it, and, um, you know, he cut me a good deal on it, and it was kind of one of those things I couldn't refuse, and uh, it was a really good opportunity for me to try to try the K-Series stuff out, and um, so we're going to give it a shot, you know, and if I like it, we might consider, you know, switching to that like most everyone in the top of the field has, you know. That's sweet. That's a really good car. I've I've seen that a few times on old videos before I was really like around going to the track to uh, some of the shows. But you've had a great start so far to the 2023 season. You started off really strong at uh, Screven for the uh, winter freeze. Come, I almost called it the Rebel Freeze. But then you were at really strong at Tri-County. And then a couple uh, other shows you were at Sonoya. Then you're at I-75. And so uh, have you run anything else besides that? And uh, how have you felt about the year so far? Yeah, we haven't really run anything besides the big shows. Um, that's actually something I, w- I want to try to do is run more local shows just to get more seat time. Uh, I feel like that's something I would really benefit from. 
but um i mean overall we've been we've been having a great year um scriven you know i had i was running i qualified eighth or ninth one i would qualify one spot out of the transfer spot and had to run a heat race and uh fuel pump went out ended up having to race my way from dead last in a b main uh won it and then started mid-pack at scriven finished third um and then Tri-County was just as good. You know, we, we were a fast car all night and ended up uh, wrapping up top five finish. Um, I mean, really everything, we were kind of on a high note until Sonoya um, early on in the race. Um, I made contact with another car and it sent me to the inside wall. And uh, it was actually one of the hardest hits I've ever taken mm. since I've been racing. Um, destroyed the car. Um, I, I've been recovering from whiplash from it. Um and uh, luckily, you know, Eddie McGrew and his team were able to pull that thing back straight. And um, when we went to uh, when we went to I seventy five, you know, I mean, it was like we never left off. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember that wreck at Sonoya. That was a wicked one. I, it was that or uh, Ma, McGrew's son that had the two hardest wrecks from that weekend when he hit the pit wall. That was, those were that was a tough weekend for hard hits, but. Um, Go back and describe it. I remember that whole weekend when you you were right outside the transfer spot, like you said, and then I didn't know about the fuel pump, so you were uh, way in the back for the heat, and I just remember seeing you just fly by uh, through the heat racing, or not heat races, the bees, but everybody just starts piling piling their shit up pretty much during the bees because you had like 25 cars and a B main for those, it seemed like, and you're only taking, I believe they were taking two for that. So it, it, just a ridiculous situation, but you're able to survive, get through there. And then uh, I was kind of just new, starting to learn a bunch of your guys' names. And then I started going through the running order, like most of the way through the race. And I'm like, Reed, he, right? He was like in the, he just won like the second B or something. Like four hours ago. How, how is he up here? I know everybody's been blowing up and getting right hooked with set, like eight laps to go and all this stuff, but that's still really impressive. And that's, uh, still commend you for that even though it was like five months ago but uh if you were looking to run more of these like local shows what tracks would you kind of go to in your area or just around so i'm local to scriven so uh you know sumter and swainsboro are about the two closest tracks to me um i love racing swainsboro and um sumter i don't know i really like the track and i really like the people there but uh for some reason i can't ever find any luck so um you know, I kind of, I'd hate to say it, but I kind of avoid it for that reason, but uh, not because of not because of where it's at or who runs it or anything like that, you know. Uh, so I really need to go there and kind of shake the monkey off my back, you know, and uh, try to make something of a, of a good finish there. Yeah, I, uh, I actually, before this, like a couple hours ago at work today, I was listening to your episode you did with Ryan, uh, the Talking Dirt Podcast. Yeah, if everybody doesn't know, Ryan Williams, he's... Uh, the announcer at Sumter Speedway and he has a good podcast called Talking Dirt and he had uh he had read on last year before SCDRA went to Screven I meant Screven Sumter and talking about how you did you same thing you're saying then you like the track but this was before you started saying that you had bad luck so you must have had bad luck then or another time uh in last year there before so now you're saying you're not you're not having much luck there but you still enjoy it so uh yeah, I like Sumter too. It's my closest track. I'm in Columbia, so it's about 50 minutes for me. But I just wish there was more. Like it seemed, really seems like a dead area from like Columbia to Savannah, pretty much. 
So like either for you, it seems uh, if you're close to Scrubs, that means you're probably going like an hour to Swainsboro and then two, two and a half to Sumter. So not, not too much in our general area, but if I just go north, I find my tracks. But it's a different situation when you're trying to find a track that runs rules and stuff that go with your car. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, you know, that's why we ended up in Georgia, actually. I'm, I'm from Florida, uh, right south of Daytona, and um, pretty much got ran out of every track in Florida. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed racing the front-wheel drive stuff, so I ended up moving up to uh, to Georgia because uh, we'd run Screvin and uh, run some big races at Swainsboro, and, uh, you know, just kind of me and my – it was my girlfriend at the time, now my wife um, – we just decide to pack up everything and leave Florida and, and move up here and, and race into what brought us there. That's awesome. I do like that area. I haven't been around there too, too much, but uh, some street stock guys that I uh, became friends with over this past year doing this type of stuff, uh, I've hung out with them in Pooler a little bit off of 95, like when I used to make trips to see my girlfriend down in Florida before I moved her up here. But yeah, uh, I, I do like the area down there. I love scrubbing. Uh, track's awesome. You guys put on one hell of a show every time. I can't wait to see y'all in the Southern Nationals this weekend. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I, I pretty much count that as like the home base for SCDRA in my book because uh, Kelly he does a lot with that track and helps them out a lot and pretty much puts on all their shows every year. But, yeah, Scrum's a special place for the front-wheel drive guys in, in the southeast or just in general because – uh, for the freeze, y'all had 100 cars, and everybody's, a bunch of guys were coming from Indiana and Pennsylvania, up north, a bunch of those SCDRA Northeast guys. But uh, going off a little bit, when I was listening to the episode of Talking Dirt, you were talking about you had an iRacing league at the time called SOAR. Is SOAR still going? And if it is, what season are you guys in at this point? Yeah, SOAR still is going. Uh, we kind of, like, it takes a lot of time to run a league, you know. And oh, I know. So we kind of... You know, brought it to just uh, just a small private group, uh, just me and some racing buddies get on there and um, run every Monday night. But uh, I think we're on season five now, if, uh, if I'm counting correctly. But, um, I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. You know, Iris is a good way to just kind of sit back and and enjoy yourself for a little, little while without the stress of working on the car and uh, being out in the heat or the freezing cold, you know, and... Um, it's good. It's a good tool to use to kind of keep you in the seat, so to speak. Um, I mean, I try to run on it as much as I can. Yeah, I, I wish I was able to get more into iRacing, just how my setup is these days. I'm just not being able to get into it. But I used to do so many leagues on NASCAR Heat, actually, <laughs> a few years ago. I, me and my buddies, we used to all run a league that I was pretty much the owner of, and then we'd have... I'm trying to think what's the biggest. I think we had 31 guys in in a Discord server to do a NASCAR Heat League, and that was absolutely ridiculous, and I would never do it again. But I, I enjoyed it. I made some buddies from that. But I do, and I before it got too serious, I did enjoy just sitting back and being able to just race competitively against my friends and just being able to take get away from just everything happening outside, whatever, whatever happens. You're able to just sit down, do something for a little bit, and just take your mind off stuff. I, I still love just hopping on and playing every once in a while, but uh, every yeah, time I – uh-huh. That was kind of a, a thing with, you know, running the league stuff is that it took so much work, kind of took the fun out of it. And, um, you know, I was, I was like, stressed getting the races set up and uh, trying to get everyone, uh, everyone ready to go and – 
uh, trying to make everyone happy too, because you know there's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes on in a racing league, and you got to kind of be the moderator, you know, and, and keep everyone at bay. But um, it was fun while it lasted. And I'm not I'm not saying it won't come back, you know. Um, we just you know want to take a little bit a little break from it and do a small thing with just a, a small group of people. That's how I kind of honestly finished mine off on uh, World of Outlaws. I went from having 20, 25 people in NASCAR heat, and then I was fine and happy just having like six of us <laughs> play on World of Outlaws and just do a little tiny championship with that. Uh, but getting away from just uh, leagues and iRacing and stuff like that, uh, SCDRA season, there's been a bunch of, I wouldn't say full controversy, but there's been a bunch of little inc- incidents that's been building up for the last, I'd say, I'd say a bunch of it started last year, but a bunch of it's been coming out this year of certain incidents all throughout the year. And one of the rules they've, or two of the rules they've had to implement was the AB rule with if you're involved in the wreck in any way, you're sent to the back, you spun the guy, you got spun, you got caught up with the guy that was spun, stopped or anything, you're in the back. And the no mirrors rule, uh, how do you feel about that and how do you think that's going to affect the racing? So I feel like the no uh, mirrors rule is a good one. I, um, you know, I've been running like a little spot mirror, but uh, no rear view mirror. And I think if uh, if people know that a car in front of them doesn't have a mirror, they might avoid sticking their nose in a blind spot um, or committing to a line that you know um, that the person may not know they're there. Um, and the no fault rule, I, I definitely think that's a that's going to be a good one or the AB rule, however you want to put it. Um, I mean, if, if you go down the corner, you might think twice, uh, twice about driving into someone's left rear. And, um, you know, I, I feel like that's kind of been a problem for a little while now. Um, I mean, we've seen it happen a few times where two cars get tangled up and, um, someone gets the raw end of the deal. Um, I mean, I, there might be a time where I am on the, the unfortunate side of that, but, um, you know, as part of it. And I think, uh, I think overall it's going to be a good thing. I just hope it doesn't lead to any like borderline calls that could go either way with somebody being caught up in a wreck or just, I, I just hope it doesn't become like an opinion call, but, uh, the people up in the booth, we, we know them. I, I believe that they can make the right call most of the time, but you're never going to make it everybody happy. Someone's always going to feel like they're getting the raw end of the deal. Uh, like you said, but, I overall think it will help the racing and a little bit of the respect factor, especially with the mirrors part of it. And uh, you guys still got a good bit of racing left this year. You guys got the Rebel Yell at Screven. That's pretty much your home at this point. Uh, and a bunch of other guys, they love the track. It, it's one of my favorite tracks, honestly, I've been to. Uh, as a fan, I would love to race it one day somehow. But just the, how you guys have the extra banking up by the wall and just able to slide up and just like rim right around there and the big slide jobs you're able to make work where the, the guy that slides on you his nose can be completely pointed up into the fence he could drive up the banking and then still somehow to keep that thing get that thing straight and still complete the slide job those slide jobs look crazy honestly i remember a bunch of those during those b mains and heats and even the main uh back at the freeze but you guys got rebel yell and then you guys are going to Rome, which, um, if I'm right, is this the first time the SEDRA has ever been to Rome? Yeah, that's the first time we've been there. Okay. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there for that because it's going to be an ultimate combo, and I'm covering both series. And then uh, you're going to Talladega. Uh, have you been to Talladega before? 
Uh, I know the series has, but I have not. So I'm excited for that one because that place gets real slick. Yeah, it does. And uh, I think it'll be a little different because they have the wall now in one and two, like they did before they built those walls for World of Outlaws coming, especially the sprint cars back in, I believe it was March, but March or April. But I wish that was the. Uh, I wish that was the NASCAR weekend to be able to double up and have more eyes uh, on you guys that weekend as well. But that, I believe it's two weeks before. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a, like I was talking to Jason, my car owner, um, and I was like, you know, I was like, that'd be awesome to make a weekend out of it where you know you could hit the Talladega race and then um, catch some short track racing and then you know kind of make a, a little mini vacation out of it for um, for racers. You know, I, I think it'd be a really cool thing and i know it's hard to pull that kind of stuff off with trying to make everyone's schedule work but uh it might be something to think about in the future you know yeah for real I, honestly i might just try to uh i might just hop in the trailer with the press nails and uh trick shot and those and curtain those guys honestly for that they don't know it yet but i'm probably just gonna hop in the trailer i'll probably drive up drive up uh the pickings or wherever they're at and just hop in the trailer uh just letting you guys know fair warning i know they're listening to this but <laughs> yeah uh so you guys are gonna be at talladega and then after that in october you guys are going to lakeview that was originally supposed to be in may i believe it was yeah that was may and I- yeah we definitely plan on going to lakeview and um then you know florence is a couple weeks before yep. that as an alternate points race um I didn't get the chance to go last year, but uh, I think you know we're gonna make it happen this year as long as nothing crazy comes up. I would I would love to go up there too. Uh, I actually passed uh, by Florence last uh, last week coming to and from Eldora. I was up at the Million, and uh, I, I wanted to stop by and just see. That. I wanted to see that, and I wanted to see Richmond as well. But when you're up in the Kentucky area, you really gotta deal with them Gibsons and. Uh, Dalton's and them, and because <laughs> that's kind of their area, kind of like down and describing us the Andrew Smith and the uh, and you and a bunch of other guys. So, I, I like about the SEDRA is a bunch of guys got their different areas that they're able to, I don't know, not claim as their own, but kind of have more experience on. So, it kind of feels like a home game sometimes with you guys, yeah. And that's one thing about our series, you know, is um pretty much anywhere we go we're we're front running cars because our our series is just so competitive you really got to be on top of your game um i've raced a lot of different cars and honestly these are not only the hardest to drive but the funnest too and i mean the racing's just gotten it's gotten so intense it's ridiculous but i mean the winning one of these races is not easy you know um i mean i've raced asphalt i've raced <laughs> uh pretty much anything you know you could but um i always come back for more when it comes to the scra stuff and you know the people that run up front you know they're not only good at their home tracks but they're good at everywhere they go because they, they're just you know they're damn good you know mm-hmm. i i agree with you because there's even a, a one guy in scd right or well I know a guy that runs with you guys a lot, Andrew Smith. He 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 was in K and N that type of stuff, and he still just keeps coming back for more and winning more money and taking more money from everybody. So often with the front wheel drives and uh, going back to you saying that it's the most difficult cars to drive and saying it's the most fun. What makes it the hardest to drive for you, and what would you say makes it the like the most enjoyable for you? Well, I mean, at all times the cars are just on they're on such an edge that, um, I mean, you're, you're a millisecond away from disaster. And, and I mean, 
the challenge is what makes it fun for me because I mean, when you're sending this thing down in the corner, uh, you, you got to be you got to be on your game to make it stick. And there, there's also a lot of like you got to keep your momentum up as well. And uh, when it comes to momentum cars, you know, one little mistake, you end up losing a couple car lengths on the guy in front of you, or you risk getting passed. So, um, I mean, that that's what really makes it fun for me. The challenge, you know, and just being on that edge is just uh, it's ultimate adrenaline rush. I would love it. Oh, I've been trying to talk Justin Harris into letting me get behind one of them, but <laughs> because I know he has that extra 243 car. He lets uh, his buddy Seth and a couple other their buddies run over there. I'd, I need to get behind one soon. And I was talking to Kurt uh, Trickshot Productions. He's like, I don't know. They, they've been telling me to get in the 48 car, getting uh, Caden Presnell's car. And he's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I'm going to, I want to do it soon. But he, he kind of seems like he's putting off a little bit. So. Well, next local show, Cherokee or Harris or something. We need to see Curtin at 48. Okay, Newman, do it. But, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's just awesome seeing how good you guys race together. I feel like you guys put some on some of the best shows together in the country. Based on how intense the races get, how well the races are, and honestly how a track develops sometimes for you guys through some of your uh, features, especially the long ones where you don't uh, – where you guys used to – Used to count, uh, not wait, never mind. I'm trying to. You guys don't count laps. Uh, you guys used to count laps like with the phrase, it used to be the 100, and then you'd count laps, and then now it's just the don't count laps. Uh, I, just, I just like how your guys' races develop and how you guys have ran different formats throughout the years. But um, yeah, so I know you have, uh, you have a little baby boy that's been around for a little while. How's it still been as a new dad? Uh, it was definitely a learning experience and now, uh, now things have kind of settled down and we've gotten in the flow of things and, you know, I'm extremely fortunate that my wife, you know, plays such a big part because I mean, without her, I definitely wouldn't be able to, to keep racing, you know, uh, if anything, it's almost helped me, I guess, gain some focus towards, uh, you know, towards my racing program and I've been putting 110% effort in it and I mean, it's, it's really like showing, you know, I mean, not only like with the way that the races have been going, but, um, it's the way that everything else has been going around my life, you know, and not only do we have that little one, but we have another one on the way that's, uh, going to awesome. be here in December. So we're going to have our hands full, but, uh, we're ready for it. You know, that's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, it, it, little man going to be at, uh, he ever make it out to the track. Oh yeah. He, um, for a little while, my mom was uh, here helping us out and stuff, and uh, he would stay with her while we were at the track, so he didn't have to be out in the heat or the dust mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, he came to I seventy five with us, and that, that was his uh, like like first real race, um, and uh, he had an absolute blast. He loved it. I mean, <laughs> he uh, he never fussed the whole time, and he loved being out there by the track watching the cars and. Uh, he just loved being involved in it. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, as he as he gets a little older, he'll want to do it, and um, I'll definitely get him in a car when he can. <laughs> okay, so car at ten. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but that's awesome to hear. And uh, yeah, sounds like you got a little racer on your hands eventually down the road. Uh, but uh, before we get out of here, you have anything else you want to talk about? And uh, if you don't, uh, you can go ahead and just thank your sponsors and the people that help you out. Uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, give a shout out to Jason Myers for putting me in this ride. And, um, I mean, 
getting involved in, with him was one of the, the greatest things that ever happened in my racing career. You know, it was just, it was kind of a, you know, I wasn't planning on racing because that was when Cade, my son, was on the way and just had a lot to do to get ready for it. And um, Jason wanted to put someone in the car for the big race after Alex didn't want to didn't want to run anymore. And um, you know, that, that's been a great thing. And I feel like not only has he helped me out, but I feel like he's uh, he's learned a lot from me. And uh, it's just it's something I really enjoy. And then. Uh, I want to give a shout out to DAM Trucking. Uh, that's our primary sponsor on the ride. Um, you know, without them, we wouldn't be able to do any of this. And um, Action Graphics and Action Automotive for supporting me as much as they have. You know, uh, they've always been by my side for a long time now, probably going on about 10 years. Uh, Tasty Freeze of Somerville, uh, Blackwater Civil Engineering Consultants. JW Tire Service and American Insurance Agency. They're the they're the ones that make this happen. That's awesome. Well, Reed, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, congrats on uh, all the success so far this year with SEDRA, and uh, good luck this weekend. And congrats on everything with the family. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you on Saturday uh, in Victory Lane. Yeah, I hope so. If uh, next time you're at the track and, and we're there, make sure to stop by and say, "Hey, it'd be nice to meet you." I will be on Saturday. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Right. You got to say hey then. I will. I got you. I'll see you on Saturday. Thanks for coming on, Reed. All right. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. I hope you guys really enjoyed the interview with Reed. Awesome dude to talk to. We actually ended up talking like another 20 minutes after an interview. I wish I could have included some of that stuff. But, yeah, I can't wait to see everybody down at Screvin. Uh Still looking to, uh, looking like I will be there. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to support me uh, and sponsor my race coverage this weekend or any of the races I'm going to, next race after this I will be at will be the Ultimate Late Models 10,000 to win at Sumter Speedway on August 5th. But uh, if you ha anybody has any questions on my schedule, any races I'm going to, I am still pre-selling the Doomton Dirt t-shirts, the Doomton Location Tour shirts with the front-wheel drive, the Sprint car, and the Late Model. If you have any questions about that or want to get one, just send me a message or you can see me in person at Screvin. This is going to be the last weekend to order them in person before I start having them made. Uh, and I confirmed that I will have them before the Rome SEDRA Ultimate Race Combo. I'm, there's a very small chance that I will have them before the Shrine 100 uh, Lakeview Weekend. But uh, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming uh, and listening to today's show and all the all the other episodes. Awesome episode before Eldora with Chase Robman. Even before that, 4th of July episode with Kyle Loader and Derek Treese. Uh, our Eldora review episode. Go back and listen to a couple episodes if you haven't. If you're new, I really appreciate you. And I hope you guys have a good week. Go check out some racing. We got a bunch of awesome stuff. Southern Nationals uh, is ramping up right now. Husets, uh i-80 nationals is going on uh, a bunch of great sprint car racing at williams grove michael's at williams grove uh, i at least know for friday but i appreciate you guys listening don't forget to follow do much on dirt on all the social medias you can follow me on my social medias at evan mccrory on instagram or at father Doonwich on twitter and i don't really use it just follow the Doonwich on dirt twitter but uh, again appreciate you guys have a great week